stay tuned as we talk about laziness and how it can hurt your ministry. All this and more on the Youth and Culture Podcast. Hey guys, I am your host, Ryan Sebastian. Uh, I want to thank you for making this podcast a part of your day today. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you've been listening for a while and you have not given us a rating and review, I would encourage you to do that. Again, that does help uh, this podcast to be more available for those searching for uh, youth ministry content. Uh, this, today, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to be changing things up a little bit, and we're going to make it probably make a little bit changes here and there in the future as well uh, to the podcast. But instead of actually doing an interview, um, I wanted to take some time and, and share a little bit from my heart um, about a problem in ministry that can actually destroy a ministry, and that is laziness specifically on the youth leaders part when it comes to ministry. So I'm going to kind of dive in that a little bit. And of course, this uh, episode probably will be a little bit shorter, uh, which some of you may be listening, may be saying, finally, we have a shorter uh, episode. And some of you might be disappointed uh, in that as well. But uh, anyway, I want to kind of change things up and I wanted to speak from my heart a little bit today. But before we dive into that, I want to take a short break and listen to our sponsors. Youth and Culture is brought to you by Covenant Eyes. Covenant Eyes is an online accountability and content blocking software for your mobile device or your computer designed to protect the entire family. Today, with 90% of boys and 70% of girls being exposed to pornography online, and 56% of divorce cases listing porn use as a factor. It's more important than ever to protect your home. Click the link at the bottom of the show notes, sign up for Covenant Eyes, and start protecting your home today. So you may be asking, why are we talking about laziness today. Uh, the reason why I feel like I want to kind of dive into this topic is because I really believe this is a cancer uh, in a youth leader's uh, ministry. Uh, this can, can, I believe, can really destroy um, a ministry as a whole. And, and so I really believe this is an important topic specifically for youth ministry and any ministry for that matter. And some of the things we're going to be talking about uh, today can even be applied across the board uh, for any level of ministry, uh, from children's to adults. Uh, even can some of this can be even be applied to a job for as a workforce um, of keeping us out of this laziness and, and uh, being complacent. So. What, some of you may ask, why, why can lazy, how does laziness 
uh, destroy a ministry? How can it destroy uh, my ministry? Uh, the first thing I want to hit on is laziness breeds sin. Uh, laziness can breed sin. Uh, with our culture right now, when you look across, uh, especially it seems like the last couple of years, we're seeing uh, pastor after pastor after pastor uh, that's stepping down uh, because of basically from sexual sins in their life and other things that they're doing that they're actually having to step down. And part of those, some of those things is actually a sense of laziness and complacency of where they're at in the relationship with God, because laziness is actually a form of selfishness. And selfishness is ultimately rooted in pride. So if you meet a prideful person, a lot of times, they're, of course, they're selfish. And sometimes, in a sense, there is some laziness in their life. And here's the reason why I say a prideful person could be lazy. It's because they get complacent in their ministry. In other words, they start to feel like they have arrived and there's no room to learn. So laziness can breed an environment of sin. Uh, the second thing that laziness can just how can destroy your ministry is it, you can lose credibility and lose a credibility. And this is another huge one uh, for me is when you build, when you start to build a uh, reputation of being lazy, what ends up happening is you, you lose a credibility with uh, your parents. Your parents start to see uh, that you're not getting things done. And what they end up doing is sometimes you lose your ability to partner with parents. And sometimes it even goes as far as parents start to remove their kids out of your ministry because they see that your ministry is not being effective and effectively ministering to their kids and to other kids. So you lose a credibility with parents. You also lose a credibility with students. Students are extremely smart and extremely observant. I know sometimes they're in a period where we think they're stupid and they don't see things. They see it. If you're being lazy, not getting things done, they notice it. And what you end up doing is you lose a credibility to minister to them or they leave your ministry altogether. And the third thing, why laziness can destroy your ministry is that is because your spiritual and your numerical growth will decline. And that kind of ties in also with losing the credibility is that you, when you're lazy, you're not being proactive in your ministry, uh, you actually start seeing kids not growing in their faith. Because in reality, you start not really caring about kids' faith because laziness breeds an environment of not caring and complacency. So you see your spiritual growth declining and you'll see numerical growth uh, decline as well because you'll actually see uh, students leaving your ministry because you're losing credibility and you're losing with them and you're losing credibility uh, with their parents. Um, also, one thing I see when it comes to uh, youth leaders sometimes, or any leaders for that matter in ministry, is that, uh, is that they, once they are confronted with laziness, they swing back the other way and almost become a workaholic. 
And I, I want to tell you that there's different forms of laziness. Uh, laziness can come in the form of just not doing thing, anything at all, being complacent. But also laziness, the other side of it can be um, almost a sense of being a workaholic, of doing too much. And here's the reason why I say that, is that someone who is a workaholic, uh, it, it, what ends up happening a lot of times is they start something, and they start something and they never follow through with it. And that is actually a form of laziness. If you start something within your ministry or start something even out of your ministry, see it through to the end. Now, does that mean uh, there is sometimes where you start something in your ministry, you realize it doesn't work and you need to hold the reins and pull it back a little bit? That is fine. That is totally different. What I am talking about is when you start something and you almost leave it alone and you don't follow through and you almost remove yourself out of the equation, that is also a form of laziness. Um, so, so when you start in my ministry as a whole, um, there's been times where I have failed in this to where I, cause I am not, I'm naturally, I'm not the kind of person who's going to just be complacent and not do nothing. That's not in me. Uh, but I do sometimes struggle with starting something and not seeing it through to the end. Um, and I've seen this a lot of times in ministry to where uh, I've seen other youth pastors, friends of mine, who have started something over and over again in their ministry, no fall through, and uh, they wonder why parents are upset, wonder why students are no longer uh, coming in their ministry, noticing numerical decline. It's because that is also workaholic. Being a workaholic and not seeing things through that you start is also a form of laziness. Um, so there's several things. There's many, many things that you can do to stay out of laziness uh, and, and to remove that from your ministry and keep that in check even in your life. But I'm, I'm going to give you four things that I personally do to try to make sure that laziness does not creep in to my life and into my ministry. And the first thing that I do, uh, which should be a given and a common sense answer, is pray for your ministry and spend time with God daily. Spend time with God daily through um, reading God's Word and through prayer. Uh, this sounds so simple. It's so common sense, but I, this is sometimes neglected more in ministry leaders than sometimes even lay leaders. I can't tell you how many times I have talked to uh, ministry friends, and they say the one thing that they struggle with in their ministry is having a consistent time with God. If you're not having a consistent time with God, spending time with Him, it's going to affect your ministry one form or other, and it can affect your ministry when it comes to being lazy. Also, make sure you, with that, make sure you pray for your ministry every single day. Uh, I find for me, when I am spending time with God and I'm praying for my ministry uh, as a whole, praying for students, uh, praying for parents, that what I'm find finding in my life is I, that excitement to see people come to Christ and grow in their faith 
is always ignited every single day that I spend time with God. The second thing that I would do is always strive to learn. Always strive to learn. I've talked about this before on the podcast uh, quite a few times that if you want to be a leader in any aspect of a leader in ministry, outside of ministry, you have to be willing to learn. Um, now, for me, for me personally, I, what I do to keep myself in check when it comes to learning is I, I read books. I love uh, to dive in and to learn. Now, I don't necessarily like to read. I make myself read because I love to learn. Um, another thing I do as well to help me learn is I listen to quite a few podcasts. Uh, I don't listen to music that much at all. The only t- uh, time I listen to music is pretty much when I'm spending time with God and I'm listening to some quiet music to get my mind focused. But other than that, I really don't listen to a lot of music. I mostly listen to podcasts when I'm driving, when I'm at work. Um, sometimes I'm doing work uh, here in the church in the office and um, listen to a podcast. And, and sometimes I have to pause the podcast and pause what I'm doing, take notes because I'm hearing something um, an episode on a podcast that's really moving for me and I don't want to lose it. Um, so that's different ways that, that I personally learn, but always strive to learn. And you're going to find out when you do that, it ignites something constantly in you to, uh, when it comes to your ministry and want to do, improve things, want to make things better. Uh, it just ignites something inside of you when you always strive to learn something new. The, the third thing that I would highly recommend as well is to go to conferences, uh, to go to conferences. Now, that may sound some weird to some people because uh, some people listening may not have ever been to a conference, a ministry conference, uh, but there's something about going in a conference, hearing new material and learning something new. Again, back to learning something new in a conference that ignites something inside of you. Uh, the, the two conferences that uh, I recommend, there's a lot out there and there's a lot of good ones, uh, but the two that I recommend uh, would be uh, Orange Conference or uh, Youth Specialties. Uh, those are the, the two top two that I recommend that I enjoy, that I get the most out of uh, in a conference. Uh, the, the last thing I would say um, as well is, is make sure you network yourself with other youth pastors. Uh, make sure you, you build a network. And here's the reason why I say that, that when you are doing ministry alone, when you're doing ministry alone, it sometimes can uh, build an environment of discouragement, um, of struggle. Because let, let's face it, doing ministry is hard because you're dealing with people and you're dealing with people's sin and you're dealing with your own sin. So doing ministry is, is very difficult and a very hard calling. So you need to surround yourself with other people to lift you up, to encourage you. And that's the reason why I would recommend networking with youth pastors. Um, now, if you're in a, in a located area where you don't hardly have any churches or any youth pastors around you, maybe not even for miles and miles away, maybe even 100 miles away, I don't know where you're at. Uh, but if you're in an environment where you can't it's, can't really network with other pastors with locally within your area. I would encourage you to try to find um, avenues online 
uh, to network. And one, uh, one thing I would recommend if that describes you is, is actually Youth Ministry Booster. Youth Ministry Booster. And I actually put a link to that in the show notes and information on that. Uh, that's a great way to network to other pastors nationally uh, to get encouragement and advice if you're located in an area to where you don't have uh, the availability to network with other pastors. Uh, so th- those are the things that I would recommend to help you keep in check and stay out of laziness. But I would say the most important thing out of all of them is to make sure that you're spending time with God, that you're developing your own faith and, and leading yourself in this area of ministry and also make sure that you're constantly praying for your ministry. Well, guys, um, I'm really excited for the uh, next couple of weeks. Uh, the next couple of weeks, we have some great interviews that are going to be popping up. And you're going to see a little bit, like I said earlier, you're going to be seeing a little bit of changes on in the podcast and some things we do. I know we've been doing interviews off and on for, uh, I believe it's about 23, about 20, 22 episodes straight. We've been doing interviews with people all over the country, uh, brilliant minds when it comes to realms of ministry uh, and youth ministry. But I'm excited, also excited about some of the changes that are going to be happening uh, within the next few months here and there. So, and guys, definitely, you definitely want to stay tuned and listen to next week's episode. Um, I, we're going to be interviewing and talking to Greg Steer. And we're going to be talking specifically about uh, the gospel and relational evangelism when in the realm of student ministry and your students. So you definitely want to tune in next week. Again, stay tuned to next week's episode.